Hello and welcome to History Lay Bear. I'm Dave C. Bannerman and joining me as always is my ever-capable, ever-present co-host, Mr. Martin Ian Allman. I bet the people listening have never thought where Mother's Day comes from. That's okay. We did it for them. Well, let's get into it. That's my line. Uh, what's the tally on now? What are we at? We're currently sitting at three. Three? Wow. Okay, so if you don't know what's... Obviously, you don't know what's happening, but I'm going to tell you. Um, Martin's keeping score of how many times I bump either the mic stand or the pop filter. And before we'd even started... We're on three. I'm up to three. <laughs> how you doing, mate? Not too bad. How are you doing? I'm tired today. I'm I'm, I'm, mm. I'm a little bit mm today. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was, I, I know the feeling. I'm beefed from work yeah same over the weekend same same it's been a been a heavy couple of days um, yeah yeah heavy 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 but here we are here we are back at it again back at it i'll tell you what we're doing more recording now than we have for a long time i know it's a little bit like even like me with the the youtube stuff I'm, i've pumped out a fair few fair few episodes over the last few days and we're doing the same here absolutely um and <sighs> Did you forget what you were going to say? <clears throat> I did. It completely went. Um, Mother's Day. Mother's Day, yes. The thing that we're here to talk about, Dave. Absolutely. I didn't realise this had such a big history. I thought to myself, we'll do a little Mother's Day podcast. We'll be, it was going to be 10, 15 minutes. No, it's not. <laughs> no. No. Not the I'm, case. I, I'm afraid not, because even, even when I... Uh, when you said to me let's do an episode on Mother's Day. I gave you a really strange look as if to say, is this something you really want to do? Yeah. And you looked at me as if to say, what? Yeah. Now do you realise why I gave you that look? <laughs> now do you see? Do you see, sir? Do you see? I see. Um, there's quite a lot to unpack and get through in this episode. So um, I think we just go for it. Excuse me, I was just having a drink. That's okay. Yeah, I completely agree. Let's let's but, go for it. But before we do that, should we tell people where they can find us and what's going on and everything else? Yes. Uh... Phone call? No, I think it was a WhatsApp message, actually. I'm not too sure, but I'll check it in a little bit. Okay. Um, anyway, after that rude vibrating interruption. <clears throat> right. Social media. Social we media. Are, we are currently on Facebook, so if you search history, <laughs> if you search history laid bare on Facebook, that's where you'll find us. We are also on Amazon Music, Spotify, and YouTube. So we post the episodes to YouTube a little bit later than we do to Amazon and Spotify, um, just because that's how it's going at the minute. Um, yeah, Dave, Dave needs to add a few little little bits and bobs yeah. to the episode. Just to um, make it a little bit more visual. Yeah, the visual the visual element always helps. Yeah, absolutely. I um, think it'll I think it'll help a lot with this one as well. Maybe. maybe. Well we're definitely gonna try it. Um do you need to deal with that? Don't worry. 
Marvellous. <clears throat> right, there should be Sorry, no I more... Had, I just had to put the phone on silent. That's okay, there should be no more interruptions, <laughs> except if you hear the fake rumbling of, you know it, the, the trains. trains. Um, uh, Choo-choo. Just, <laughs> just following on from what Martin was saying about the social medias and uh, where you can find us. If you are interested in the things we talk about in these episodes and would like to know more, you can go to bannermanproductions.com slash production blog. Um, little admission, I haven't started it yet. It's it's finding the time. D- don't look at me like that. It's finding the time. Dave. I'm going to need a whole day to Dave. sit. Dave. I know, but it's it's finding the t- time. I don't have, I'm sorry. This is coming from a man who works nights. There is no time. Put another towel in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> you took that on purpose. Maybe. Um, Mother's Day. While Martin's recording my shame. Uh, four. Two. What? Four. Four. Um, Mother's Day. We all we all know what Mother's Day is. Um, we don't need to. Well, we do, don't we? That's why we're here. Oh. I told you I'm tired. Right. It started... Back in ancient Greece, okay. Yes, yes, it did. Um, so our story. Let's get going. Let's get let's get going. Our story begins in ancient Greece, where the ancient Greeks worshipped a goddess called Rhea or Rhea. It can pronounce it any other. You can pronounce it either way. Yeah, I, I have heard that. So it's yeah. like Rhea or Rhea. So Rhea yeah. or Rhea. Now she was the mother of gods and goddesses. So she was the mother of Hades, Poseidon. Uh, Zeus, I think Hestia was in there as well. So she's the mother of gods and goddesses. Um, and her festival was in early spring. So would that make her the god above all gods? Uh, I don't know, to be honest with you. I, it just said she's the god of goddess, uh, the mother of goddesses. Um, gods and goddesses. The mother of gods and goddesses, yeah. <clears throat> oh, okay. Um, so that that's Rhea, and that's the ancient Greeks. Um, and then if you move it forward to Roman times... The Romans also celebrated the mother god. Uh, right. Train. Train. No, the mother god was not called Train. The mother no. god was called Cybele or Cybele. Yeah. Everyone pronounces things different. This and, is yeah. one thing that we struggle with on this because I did look up these pronunciations and we, people, everyone pronounces them different. I know it's, uh, like we discussed in a previous episode, it could be just a regional dialect thing. It could be. Well, could, well, yeah, could be. You're right. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's C-Y-B-E-L-E. So, Sybil. We'll call her Sybil. Oh, Sybil. Whatever. Yeah. Right. The mother god, I'm going to pronounce it Sybil, who was associated with motherhood, fertility, agriculture, and nature. And she had a festival to celebrate her in early March around 250 BCE. Now, let me just point out BCE means before common era. Yeah. Some people still say BC. Some people see, still say AD, Anno Domini. Um, we, we we don't, I don't particularly, um, I'm not trying to offend anyone who does. No, it, 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 <clears throat> I don't myself. Uh, but, it's, <laughs> it's, it's be, but BCE is becoming more standard now. Yeah. Uh, and listen, CE. Listening to other. Yeah. Other podcasts that me and you both listen to, yeah. one that particularly which you point of me towards, which you know which one I'm talking about. I do. 
Um, but it seems <clears throat> to be like BCE seems to be the main yeah. denominator for years yeah, yeah. on that episode. Which is fine. You know, it's okay. It's, it's, it's nothing to get riled up over. <clears throat> um, uh, right. Oh, speaking of the Romans, today is, is the 15th of March. Um, yes, it is. it is. So, and what is today, Dave? Today is is commonly referred to, well, historically referred to as the Ides of March. Remember the Ides of March. Remember the Ides of March when uh, Julius Caesar was lured to the Senate. Lured to the Senate, and he was stabbed. How many times? Were, uh, do you know what? I actually listened to an episode about this the other day. I think and it was I, sixty odd times. Uh, he was. He was. I think uh, it was sixty. 60, I want to say 63. I might be wrong on that. It was a lot of times anyway. But it was a lot of st- a lot of times that he was stabbed. But we're getting off subject. We are. We are. But I just wanted to throw that in because I think it ties in nicely. And, it do and it's, it's the Ides of March, you know. Yes, it is. Um, so he who came, saw, and once conquered, was... came, saw, and got done in. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what? That has got to be the most scouse way of explaining what happened to Julius Caesar. He came, he saw, he got done in. <laughs> Where did he get done in, that In the entry. <laughs> the, the, Google in the entry if you don't know what we're talking about. Anyway, moving on. I'm so, I'm, yeah. I, I am so sorry, ladies yeah, and gentlemen, but I just had to put that in there. Absolutely. Okay, fair enough. Um. So that's the ancient history part done. That's all we're doing with ancient history. The ancient Greeks, the ancient Romans. Yeah, that's there's it. A, there is a lot more to it. A hell of a lot more. Um, we, need, we, we need to keep this bite-sized. We do, we do. Did you, The one thing that really surprised me is it's got two different origins. So our origin um, and the American origin is completely different. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, well, when you sent me the PDF over for the notes, I was like... Uh, I knew more about the American origins of it than I did about the English origins. Yeah. Or would, would you say British? Um, well, well, well for, the, for the purpose of this episode, why don't we say European? Uh, mm, very let, good points, European. Let, let's go European all, origins. Let's go all continental. <laughs> continental. <laughs> 12 pounds for the continental breakfast. No, thanks. <laughs> um, Rather have a full English. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Ooh. Okay. Um, yeah, so the origins are very, very different. We're going to deal with uh, the origins in Europe first, um, but the origins of America—it's—it's—it's. It's it's I thought it was fascinating, and I was quite shocked. Now, the origins in America are extreme. Well, to me as well, they're extremely fascinating because it—you know, think <clears throat> to yourself, well, this, 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 this happened. Okay, understandable, and then you're like, wait a minute, that's just been completely flipped on its head. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So let's let's go. Um, Mother's Day hasn't always been called Mother's Day. It was originally known as? Mothering Sunday. Yeah, Mothering Sunday. Um, and Mother's it's, Day, well, let me just point out, Mother's on. Day is actually a relatively new way of describing the, the holiday. It or, is. It is. If you want to say festival. It is. Um, okay. <clears throat> right. So when does it occur? It occurs on the fourth Sunday. Oh, sorry, the fourth Sunday of Lent. So we knew religion would be creeping in somewhere, didn't we? Yeah, religion <clears throat> seems to be creeping in in the next, maybe this episode and then the next one. Well, the next episode predominantly going to be dominated by religion. Yeah. 
You have been warned. Yes. While we, I just want to point this out, while we, we, we take a stand on not really mentioning stuff with religion in. Or politics. Or politics, because that's not what this podcast is here for. History and politics. Uh, history, uh, politics and religion. <laughs> you got there in the end. I got there in the end. Uh, it does run through history of, side by side. Of course it does, of course. So it, but we 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 try not to go too deep into Yeah, it. we're, we're going to have episodes where that does become feature. the prominent feature of yeah. the episode. So just fair warning, yeah, you, the next two episodes are going to have a lot of religious Overtones? Overtones. Okay. Okay. Or religious context. Religion content. Context. Fine. Yeah. It is what it is. It is. It is what it is. Absolutely. That's right. Um, But yes, Mother and Sunday um, fell on the fourth day of Lent. Now, if you don't know what Lent is, I'm going to let Martin tell you. Lent, in case you don't know, is the period of 40 days where, according to the Bible... Jesus wandered the desert, fasting and resisting the temptations from Satan, according to the Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Mark and Luke. Was John off that day? Um, possibly. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> possibly. <laughs> hey, you um, never know, he might have gone fishing. He might, way. Well done. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so that's, that's Lent. It's the fourth Sunday of Lent and people... <clears throat> right, so here's where it gets interesting now because every year... Um, we need to explain a few things now. Mm-hmm. This is sort of medieval to, through Middle Ages towards sort of the 18th century, okay? Yeah. 18th, 19th century. Um, people went away to work. Oops. That didn't knock the mic stand. It doesn't count. That wasn't the pop. Uh, that, that was not the pop filter or the mic stand. That was actually Dave's E-pen. E-pen, yeah. Which I've now moved. Um, yes, People, probably a good idea. People went away to work um, as young, from as young as 10. Yeah, I found that, mind you saying that, there's people who go away to work now, but yeah, not from the age of 10. Not at 10. Um, so yeah, children would be sent away to work as domestic servants or they would be as apprentices for blacksmiths, maybe bakers, that kind of thing. Um, Makes sense. Yeah. You know, farriers. All that kind mm. of stuff. Undertakers. Undertakers, like we- armors, armorers, weaponsmiths, anything that you can think of. Um, mm. They would be, you know, shown the trade. Squires. Squires. They would be given the trade, given the the, the tutelage, tu- tutelage. The tutoring. Tutelage, tutoring, to learn that trade and move on with it later yeah. in their life. Uh, whereas that was mainly the boys, main, the girls mainly were sent to be Domestic servants in bigger yeah, houses yeah. for richer people. Mm. Um, but every year, they were given a day off. Yeah, they were. Um, and they were so given, what okay, day was that? That day was Mothering Sunday. Um, <clears throat> it didn't actually start with mothers, did it? No, actually, it started... Uh, no, no, it's, it, it started with people congregating at churches where they grew up, known as Mother Churches. Mother Churches. To honour the Virgin Mary, also known as Mother Mother Mary. Mary. Uh, As Christianity spread through Europe in the 16th century, it was 
believed to the it was believed to be essential that people observed this day, this this mothering Sunday at the mother churches. Uh, it's a basically at the church where near or where they grew up. Yeah, and it's, it it was to be a true true family occasion. Yeah. So everybody from the community, uh, if you were a little village and you had a little a little chapel with a a monk or whatever, mm. maybe a priest, who knows? Everyone from that community, the mother, the father, the children, the grandparents, the dog, the cat. The dog. <laughs> Wolf. Come on, Rover. <laughs> nice. I digress on that one, dog and cat. Maybe not so much, but the whole family was there and it was a true family occasion because these communities were tight-knit communities well, and yeah. most of them were all intermarried anyway so they yeah. were all technically family well I'm not entirely sure about that you might know a bit more about that than me I'm not gonna... come on dude oh, well let's let's not <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes so they were the mother churches um, people did go to church through the year but they were known as daughter churches so if you went to somewhere if for example okay right let's just explain this as simply as we can Martin, you're, both, you're you're from Manchester in this scenario, okay? I'm sorry, but you're from Manchester in this scenario. Rude. And you come to work in Liverpool, okay? <laughs> yeah. Everyone in Manchester has just turned off. <laughs> you come to work in Liverpool. Um, yeah, go on. So the church in Liverpool is not your mother church. No, the church in Liverpool wouldn't be my mother church. Depends on, on what church it is. It would be my daughter church. It would be your daughter church. So if I was to go back to... Say if I lived in Bolton, if I was to go back to Bolton. That would be your mother church. The church where I went to as a child and grew up as a member of the congregation would be my mother church. Whereas if I'm from Lancaster. Lovely city, but No, hang on. If I'm, sorry, amazing city, fantastic place. We need to go back there. We do. Start that one again. If I'm from Liverpool, Mm -hmm. but working away, where your daughter church would be my mother church. Yes, I know. Okay, so yeah. it, it, it's where you come from. Yeah. Is your mother church. Yeah. And you will get the day off to go back to your mother church. And, you know, kids walking along, they'd pick wildflowers. Yeah, I did. That kind I, of stuff. I did like the idea of that. Yeah, it's nice. They, 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 they pick up the wildflowers, they give them to the mum. Yeah, like, or, or, they, or they lay them in the church. Or they lay, lay them in the church. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's actually quite nice. It's, yeah, it's quite lovely, thoughtful. That. Yeah. Um, and over time, the, the gift, the, the act of giving gifts to your mum, it it just starts yeah, started it, to happen. It wasn't it? just it wasn't just um, Mother Mary. It wasn't just her who was honoured, and the observance grew to include all mothers yeah. uh, to thank and appreciate them, and thus Mothering Sunday was created. There it was as. I'd say as we know it now, but it was maybe the beginnings of what we know. Yeah. Now, like the yeah, the, the, maybe the start of the proto mother and Sunday. Yeah. Say, say for instance. Yeah. I mean, it's it's still on the same day today. Yeah. Fourth Sunday of Lent. Yeah. Three Sundays before Easter. Oh well, yeah. It's all. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it falls on. See, I think. The UK is the only country where it falls on 
possibly Europe, generalising a little bit, mm. it falls on different days. And I got a little bit curious as to why it fell on different days. Yeah, we need, uh, we, we, I was actually going to get, get into this point. Yeah, yeah. But this is, this is something we need, we need to, we need to explain. Oh, we need I to, will we, get we, me words out. We need to try and explain. <sighs> um, right. All we're going to say with this, and you just have to going to go with us. You have to trust us. You can do your own research if you want to, but. This is kind of a rabbit hole that we can't go down in this episode, at least. <laughs> yeah. So um, why, why is it on different days? Because it's to do. It is to do with Easter. Yeah, Easter is 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 part of it, um, and it's based on the lunar calendar, which has got twenty nine point five days in each month, whereas our calendar, or the, the the Gregorian calendar, what we use, updated from the Julian calendar, yeah, has thirty thirty one, and every four years, leap year twenty eight. Yeah. So it, it it that's the reason it moves about. Now, if you would like to know more about that it, at some point in the future, it will be up yeah, on the production a, the, blog. That is a, a I was going to say, that's a whole episode in itself. Yeah. You know, jumping from the Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar and <laughs> how many different months there used to be and yeah. everything else because... It's it's just it's something it, we can't get into today. It's definitely not a rabbit hole that we can go down today. No, because it's it's a messy one. It is, um, but that's that's briefly why it's on. I say, if you would like to know more, I will put some links and things up eventually on the production blog. Um, and if you follow us on the Facebook page, get to it, Dave. Okay, all right, sorry. Um, <clears throat> But if you do follow us on the on the Facebook page, uh, I'm just going to plug that again, History Late Bear on Facebook. Go and have a look. Um, I will let everyone know when it's up, when I've started it at least. Okay, as I say, it's just finding yeah, time. It's just, difficult. So, now that's a brief overview of how Mother and Sunday came about in Europe. Uh, it's going to be a few crossovers later on in the episode, but for now we're going to tell you about Anna Maria Jarvis, the founder of Mother Day, Mo- Mother Day, Mother- <laughs> Mother's Day in America. Yeah. Notice it's not mo- it's not Mother and Sunday. It's Mother's Day, so there is a distinct difference between the name and convention of the two. Yeah. Now, I I found this story really actually very interesting. I did. Um, it actually picked my interest, so I I went more in. I I looked more into it. Yeah. And I was like. Wow. Okay. Absolutely. It's 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 interesting. And if you know, like, well, let's see if you think it is. Uh, um, Anna Marie Jarvis was born in Webster in Taylor County in West Virginia on the first of May, eighteen sixty four. She moved to Grafton, West Virginia, uh, with a family at a very young age, and is credited with being the founder of Mother's Day in America. Now, I didn't know that. I, I didn't know that as as well so i was actually quite shocked because i thought mother's day in america was a transposition from europe came from europe right, like when, i did like the mayflower and everything was taking colonists over to the new world that's and a, that's that, what that's what i thought had happened i didn't expect it to be well not something that was observed yeah until someone else came along and yeah. Founded it. That's a very um, reasonable line of thinking, actually. That's, yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I can understand that. That's fair play to you, mate. Fair play. It, it, <clears> it makes a lot of sense to yeah. just, just think that. Mm. Um, it's believed that animals... as silly as a sound. Mm-hmm. But, you, but, you know, of course you know. Of course you know. Um, but it, I do have my moments. Don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was believed that uh, Anna Marie Jarvis was inspired by a prayer that she heard her mother say at the closing of a Sunday school class, which Anna Marie Jarvis's mother, Anna Reeves Jarvis, was also a teacher. So, Martin, do the honours. The prayer went a little bit like this. I hope and pray someone sometime will find... Let's try that again. Take two. Take two. I hope and pray someone sometime will found a memorial Mother's Day commemorating her for the matchless service she renders to humanity in every field of life. She is entitled to it. I honestly couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more myself. I've got to say, though, that is the oddest sounding prayer I've ever heard yeah. ever recited. Yeah. Honest, it's the oddest sound of prayer I've ever written down, to be fair. Uh, um, now, what what we'd like to point out here is Anna-Marie Jarvis went on to be a teacher and a social activist in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, after obviously being raised in... Yeah, um, 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 and, and her mother encouraged her to go to college and do something with herself. So it was her mum's... Yeah. mum's it wasn't uh, pushing, um, it was... It was backing. It was a mum's backing. She had a mum's backing and encouragement yeah. to make something else of herself, have a good life, yeah. and just in general enjoy yourself. Yeah, maybe <clears throat> not the way that we'd enjoy ourselves now, but you know. Yeah, well, it was eighteen hundreds. Yeah, um, churn some butter. <laughs> <laughs> if you get that reference, well done. If you don't, never mind. <laughs> um, okay. In on the tenth of May, nineteen oh eight, three years and one day after Anna, Mar- Anna Marie Jarvis's mother had passed away, um, we're going to just call it Anna from now on. I think. Yeah, we'll call it Anna from because yeah. Anna Marie Jarvis is a little bit of a mouthful. Um, Anna organised a memorial service to honour her mother uh, at Andrews Episcopal Church in Grafton, West Virginia, um, which is now uh, the site of the Mother's Day Shrine. The International Mother's Day Shrine. Yeah, sorry, the International Mother's Day Shrine. Um, and this on, marks its first observance of Mother's Day in, uh, it really does. in the USA. Yeah, it does. Um, Anna herself didn't attend, but she did send a telegram which was read out at the service. Um, and she also sent gifts, didn't she? Yeah, she, as Dave said, she sent a telegram from Philadelphia describing the significance of the event, which was read out at the service, as well as well as sending 500 white carnations, which were given to all the mothers in attendance. Oh, absolutely. That's, that's, that's so nice. It is. It is. Um, so the white carnation will feature again shortly. Yes, it will. Now, the popularity of the celebration grew and grew and Philadelphia Inquirer reported that you could not beg, steal or borrow a carnation in the weeks leading up to now nearly event. Mm-hmm. There you go. So it, it did become quite popular. So that was 1908 that 
the first observance of Mother's Day in the USA took yeah. place. Yeah. In 1910, in 1910, it became a state holiday in West Virginia. And then it really started to gain some traction then because in 1914, President, President no less, Woodrow Wilson signed a bill or perhaps he, he, he made it a national holiday following a passionate letter from Anna Maria Jarvis. So it, it could have been a bill or it could have been a presidential order. We, we don't actually know because even I tried looking this up to see whether it was a bill or, as I said, a presidential order. And I couldn't find any, any information relating to that, but for what Dave's found, as far as we know, yeah, yeah. and President Woodrow Wilson, it, it was because made of a him. national holiday because of it, it was because of him. It became, as Dave just said, it became a national holiday in 1914. It did. Oh, <sighs> this is where this is where it, it starts it, to come off the rails a little bit. It, it does come off the rails a little bit. There was in the 1920s. There was major commercial appeal for Mother's Day. And Anna didn't like her. She no. didn't want it. She didn't... I don't think she wants to make money from this. I think she just wants it to be an observance for all the mothers in the USA. But florists, greeting, uh, greeting cards makers and confectioners began hiking up the prices in the run-up to Mother's Day. Now, that's... Coincidentally, that still happens to this day. Doesn't it just? Because you can go anywhere in the UK at the moment and there'll be sales on for Mother's Day gifts, Mother's Day cards, bouquets of flowers, sweets, chocolates, whatever else. But everywhere always hikes up the prices in the weeks leading up. It's a Mother's Day. They do. Because they know people will pay for it. So even in the 1920s, greeting cards, greeting cards makers, florists, confectioners, probably big department stores all knew that they could make a lot of money from people because they wanted to get their mother a present for Mother's Day. So they're like, okay, we'll put our prices up. These people will pay for it. It became about profit. Oh yeah, which eventually everything I think does. Everything does. Yeah. Everything that's started with good intentions always ends up becoming for profit. Yeah, someone will always try and make money off it somewhere. Yeah, which and that's that's, that's capitalism, I suppose. Isn't it? it is capitalism. Yeah. And, it's capitalism in a nutshell, but we're digressing. We're going down a little bit of a political path there. So yeah, let's, let's, not, let's, let's, let's not. Let's not. Pull it back. Rain it in. Rain it in. Um, so yeah, florists, as Martin said, were hiking the prices. Um, they even started introducing red carnations to keep up with demand. So Anna really didn't like this because the, the symbol for Mother's Day was a white carnation. It was supposed to represent mothers no longer with us. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it was. And the red carnation started to represent mothers who were still around. Um, and Anna Jarvis did not like this. 
she oh, was no, not impressed. No, she didn't like this at all. And she said of, of the current state of affairs that, that was happening at this time in the 1920s with the rampant commercialism, prices going up, you know, capitalised, cap, you know, these companies capitalising on this holiday, this observance, which was supposed to be, have you just done one? Mark it down, please, mark it down. Thank you. We're 4-1 at the moment with the, the knocking of the mic stands. Yeah. Um, completely throwing me off my train of thought. Yeah, so Sorry. Anna was not impressed with this, the capitalism, the, 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 the rampant, the rampant commercialism, the money-making, the grabbing of all, you know. And she had this to say. Now, she started the holiday and then, or the holiday observance thing. I'd say it's more of an observance, okay. but- so the way st- things have gone now, people could actually class it as a one-day holiday, yeah. wouldn't they? Because I mean, it's, it's supposed to be a little holiday for your mum, isn't it? it? Well, yeah, it is supposed she, to be a little she, holiday for your mum. She gets a day off, or she's supposed to. Well, she yeah, she is supposed to. Yeah. Um, so of this situation now that we're discussing here, Anna Jarvis said, and I think this is quite scathing. Yeah, this is a... Oh, this is this mm, is extremely scathing. It's it, just like wow. It shows you just how far she's turned against what's happening. Here we go. She said, <clears throat> "A printed card means you are too lazy to write to the woman who has done more for you than anyone in the world." And candy, you take a box to mother and eat most of it yourself. A pretty sentiment. A pretty sentiment. I, 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 I think she was being sarcastic. Uh, you thought it yeah. said, I thought it said petty when I, I read it, you, but it's you, pretty. You you will think it'd be a petty sentiment, but yeah. But you, you can I can, I I can actually you I, can you can I, feel the sarcasm dripping from that. You can feel the the the, the loathe the vitriol. I think yeah. You know to come out at that time with a statement like this when everything was so proper and. You know, you, you didn't say what you thought, and yeah, it was. Um, it was. You, you kept things inside. And everything was very buttoned up, wasn't yeah. it, back then? And and to come out with this, and I read it how I would imagine she would say it, or as best as I could. Well, yeah, it, it it's just as as you, know, you said, it, it is. A, it's a scather. So, but at the end, a pretty sentiment. You know, you just know that she's not impressed at all. She doesn't like what's happening. No. She she's 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 lost interest in it. She doesn't want it now. Um and moving on to our next little point, majorly delusioned at how commercial the holiday become. She actually did began be, began. She actually did begin to rally against it and she tried for years to get it stopped. See, that shocked me because it shocked me as well. It seemed she well, she did. She had well-meaning, good intentions for a holiday to celebrate mothers. And this was something born out of the loss of her own mother. Yeah. Yeah. And which which, which I think w- would have stung all the more. Yeah. To be because honest. Because it's been rampant. Uh, it's rampant. rampant the, the rampant capitalization <clears throat> of the holiday will disgust anyone. Yeah. She's, Especially if it was something that she's... It was it was personal to her. Personal she, to her, yeah. and she's she's wanted to do to celebrate her mother's life. So, in fairness, just not celebrating her mum's life. Other mothers, yeah. Other mothers, just to honour mothers. Yeah. Um, and I think she was hurt. To be honest with you, I think that that would have hurt me if that was me. 
I would have been. I would have been completely and totally, utterly disgusted. Utterly disgusted. Utterly disgusted. Utterly disgusted. You're not pulling your punches there, are you? Utterly disgusted. No. Okay, well. It's very rare that I do pull my punches, you know, that's a True enough. I would have been. Yeah. Especially because she wanted it to be a quiet, dignified, you know, service and observance, just remembering mothers, present and past, and, and, well, alive and dead. Yeah, alive and dead. Yeah. I don't know why I was so worried about saying that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Nice. But in 1943, with Anna's health in decline, she began to organise a petition to get the government to scrap the holiday that she started in 1908. Yeah. But sadly, before she could gain enough support, her health deteriorated to such a degree she was placed in Marshall Square Sanitarium in Westchester, Pennsylvania. Now, let me just point out, sanitariums were not... Nothing to do with mental health in this case. No. She was placed there for medical treatments because obviously chronic illness and the, de- the, the, the decline in her health. Yeah. So the, the, when people say sanitarium, you immediately think of places like Bedlam. Oh, yeah. In London. You think you, you, you know. You or, think the worst case scenario. Yeah. Or there's one in North, North, in Deeside in the North Wales. Oh, yeah. Ooh, I can't remember what it's yeah, called. Yeah, I, I know which one you're going on yeah. about because I did mention that a while back for uh, an explore. Yeah, well, we could... It's still on the list, mate. Summer's coming. That's what's that, six now for me? No, that's five. Five for me, okay. <laughs> Well, five one. Five one. Oh, five one. It's not, it's not, I don't want to be winning five one. Um, so yeah, just want to point out she hadn't, for want of a better term, she hadn't lost her mind. She wasn't well. She was ill, physically ill. Yeah, she was. She was okay. extremely ill. Her, her health was in a bad state. Um, so yeah. So Anna passed away um, on the twenty fourth of November, nineteen forty eight, um, and her care. Now this. This, it just keeps twisting this, doesn't it? Because yeah, this is a complete and total twist, which I did not actually see coming. I, no. was, like, I was thinking to myself, are you are you doing this to, uh, did you do this to placate her? Well, or well, did you just do this because you thought it was the right thing to do I would, for somebody who... I would hope it was the second one. Let me tell them, let me tell them first. Let me tell them. Let me tell them. Okay. We're jumping ahead. We're jumping ahead. Um, so as I said, Anna passed away on the 24th of November, 1948. And her care was paid for because no NHS. No. We love, the, we love and support the NHS. We love and support the NHS. But there was no NHS. Um, and you still pay for your own healthcare in America, as far as I know. Um, but. Yeah, let's not go into that one. <laughs> um, so her care, while she was in the sanitarium, were paid was paid for by people and individuals to do with the floral and greeting cards industries that had made so much money off the holiday that she never made a penny from. I know that was a complete and total twist that I did not see coming it, at all. It's just one last little flick of this story's tale, isn't it? Yeah. Um, because I didn't see it coming. Now, you hope they'd have done that through gratitude, really. Well, considering the fact the amount of money that they made, made holiday. Off her holiday, yeah. yeah. I would hope that was the case 
I mean, oh, they could have been just nice people. They, yeah, they, ni- nice people do exist. Yeah, nice people do exist, even in industries like that. That is, that is nice people. You can't can't say that that isn't. And maybe maybe it was maybe somebody high up was like, well, no, she should be looked after. She should be cared for. This is the lady who helped us make so much money. Yeah, she's so, the mother, the, mother, the mother of Mother's the, Day, the, the mother of Mother's Day. In effect, in essence, in essence, it, well, in America anyway, she's yeah. the mother of Mother's Day in America. Yeah, so um, she should be celebrated as yeah. such. She should be looked after as such. So yeah. we should pay for her care. I hope that was the thinking. I'm, but, I'm, I'm, I'd like to think it was honestly. It, we could be wrong on. We that. we could be completely wrong. Um, <clears throat> but she did inspire someone over this side of the pond to yeah, have did. another look at Mother's Day. And uh, so, go on, you do. Is it Constance Adelaide Smith? Constance Adelaide Smith. An English woman who was inspired by Anna Jarvis after reading about it in the newspaper article in 1913. She published a book in 1921 under the the, the pen name Constance Penswick Smith. Titled The Revival of Mother and Sunday. Okay. Constance was advocating for the old European way of doing it. So the the mother church and the daughter church. The mother church, church the daughter church, the family uh, getting together once a year. Yeah. No matter what, you you went. End of story. Yeah. No excuses. Yeah. Um Mother Church. And she based the book that she wrote. And a couple of plays, actually, which, again, I didn't put in the notes. I'm sorry. But she did. There's been a couple of plays? Apparently, there was a couple of plays before the book, which I've just oh. I've just remembered. Um, oh, I didn't know that. N- neither did I. <laughs> but there was. Um, <clears throat> so she wanted, she was sorry, she advocated for Mother and Sunday to be a day for recognising Mother Church, as we've said, recognising mothers, er- mothers of earthly homes, m- uh, Mary, Mother of Jesus, and Mother Nature. And as I said, she based her work on the medieval traditions of the holiday events, so, observance. So the obviously the Mother Church, the Daughter Church. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the, the whole shebang, basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, she was also, I, I, I think Anna, uh, Anna, no, I think uh, Constance worked as a governess and a teacher as well. So there was similarities between... Seems to have been, yeah. Her and mm. Anna being yeah. the teacher. Well, yeah. Not yeah. the governess part, but more so the teacher. Yeah. I mean, she, I think mm. she was a teacher. She went away to, to Europe to be a governess. Yeah. And then she came back to England to teach again. Oh, right. So vaguely remember reading it. Maybe that's something that you should have put down. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let us just point out. Um, Mother, Mother and Sunday uh, faded in popularity during the 30s in... I'm assuming Europe and may- maybe the UK. Um, but it was reinvigorated by Canadian... Well, okay. It was the UK where it phased in popularity because it was reinvigorated by Canadian and American troops serving overseas during World War II. Yeah. And just like in America, Mother and Sunday became heavily commercialised in the UK by the 1950s, mm. which, which is a sad state at first, to be honest. It's sad. Everyone's trying to make a book. We know that. Um, but 
you know, it, whether you agree or I mean, I'm trying not to have an opinion on it. I'll be honest. We try not to give opinions. I mean, we've been a little bit opinionated in this episode, haven't we, Martin? Yeah, we have been a little bit opinionated <laughs> in this episode. But, but that's, this not our, man, that's not our usual stance. No, it's not. It's not mine or David's usual stance. It's not the podcast's usual stance. But this is something that I feel strongly about and um, a lot of other people do. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Because there, there is, I hate to say it, there's, too much rampant commercialization of certain, certain holidays throughout the year. There is. Now, Easter. Easter. Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Christmas. Christmas. You're missing one. Which one am I missing, Dave? Valentine's Day. Oh. <sighs> yeah. That's just a hallmark holiday. I'm, it's, I'm, uh, so, I'm sorry. I'm uh, sorry uh, to say that it uh, just is. Other brands of card are available. <laughs> <laughs> um, it is. Yes, I think that I firmly believe that Valentine's Day was a holiday invented by the card companies. I do. Um, because Saint Valentine had nothing to do with romance. No, Saint Valentine's didn't have nothing to do with romance at all. That, that's actually an ep- that that's actually an episode we could look into doing. To I be did. fair, even though Valentine's Day is past, is past. Yeah. That could be applicable for throughout the year. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, actually, yeah. All right. Well, we might look into that one. And we've got the next couple of episodes planned out. But yeah, we have got the next couple of episodes planned out. Don't give the game away, Wally. No, I'm not going to give the game away, Bertie. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's Valentine's Day. Definitely something we could look into, even though it's past. Um, now, all right. So we've mentioned how Mother's Day started, where it come from. We've mentioned the origins of how it's rolled into what it is now. Rampant commercialization. Ramp, rampant commercialization. But if you are going to take your mum out, we hope you have a lovely day. Yeah. Every mother deserves to be taken out on Mother's Day. Absolutely. Spoiled. Absolutely. Even, even if you do them a lovely, if you're in the UK, you do them a lovely, lovely roast dinner. Yep. Or if you book a hotel, restaurant, why did I say hotel? Restaurant, sorry. That's because I work in a hotel. I'm not going there. Shut up. <laughs> that bit's going to have to be cut out. <laughs> Maybe. Nice. If you book a lovely restaurant, or even if you go to the cinema or the theatre, or you just go out for the day with your mum and enjoy yourself. Just make your mum feel a little bit special. Yeah. Yeah. Tell her you love her. And show just try and show her how much you do appreciate her, but um, not everyone will be celebrating um, on Sunday, the nineteenth no, of March. Not everybody will be, sadly, and that makes that's that's you know, we, we, I don't know personally what to say. If if you're not celebrating, I hope you you stay strong and you manage to get through it. Um, that's from the both of us. If you if yeah. you don't celebrate Mother's Day for whatever reason, whatever reason. No, stay strong. No, just carry on like it's a normal day, yeah. like most people probably will do. Yeah, of course. Or always know that you're in our thoughts. Hundred percent. Um, I think that's going to do it for this episode. What we're saying? Uh, I think it is actually. Yeah, and that didn't go on for as long as I thought it was going to. I'll be honest. We got through that. We got through that one quite quick. We did. Um, we hope you've enjoyed it. We hope you'll come back and listen to us again. Our inane rambling about inane, certain things. Our inane prattle. Yes. Um, shall we end it there? Uh, yeah, we shall end it there. All right, then. 
I've been Dave G. Bannerman. I've been Martin E. Normand. You've been listening to History Late Bear. We'll catch you next time. See ya.